0: you guys are not going to believe this but the moment i go to start going live i'm i'm almost clicking the button to go live somebody rings my doorbell dogs go crazy we almost had a shit show on our hands which would be fitting i think for this nfl season as we're it, it was the dog chris it was the dog chris it's always the dogs this this one wasn't their fault A lot of the times it's their fault. They're crazy little shits with too much energy. This one wasn't their fault. Somebody came to the door. Of course. Because at four o'clock on a Friday afternoon, we can't have a little peace and quiet. But it's a fitting, leading off with a shit show for this NFL season. And I think it's a perfect time for me, actually. Some people would disagree. Maybe I'm just a best ball degenerate. I know some of you guys are. So it's a kind of a perfect time, actually. I feel like to start diving into these playoff drafts on Underdog. So for anybody that hasn't, that has not, um, hold on a second. Let me let me get this screen share up. For anybody that has not, um, you know, even looked at these these best ball drafts for the playoffs, if you go to Underdog on here, we'll scroll over. You got the wild card. So there's, it's a super fascinating contest. And I I really actually feel like it's a really good time. It's, this is certainly not an apples to apples comparison, but similar to how in, you know, like May or whatever of this off season, it was a great time to be drafting in like best ball mania, you know, maybe not your whole portfolio, but getting in drafts then kind of before the market got to be really efficient. Before um, ADPs really got fleshed out, before people in this in this specifically in this contest, before before people really kind of figured out what are some optimal even strategies to play this contest. So if you haven't played it, um, obviously you see on my screen here, it's a ten dollar entry with a fifty thousand dollar prize but We're getting close to full already, which is kind of insane seventy percent full. It's obviously only for the playoffs it's a 10 round draft. So you see here, it's a 10 round draft. Um, scroll past the, you know, so each round of the playoffs is uh, like a, just like our upcoming regular season playoff rounds, right? You play um, in the wildcard round, you advance, you play in the divisional round, you advance, you play in the semifinals, you advance. And then the super bowl, right. Is your, is, is the championship when, you know, all this money will be doled out here. $10,000 to first place. Normal underdog scoring, and like I said, you draft ten guys, but you start—you know—your starting lineup: it's one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers/slash tight ends, and a, and a flex with a bunch of bench guys. Obviously, when your team, when a team gets knocked out, those players are no longer accumulating points for you. The obvious goal would be to get teams, th- get players on teams through into the Super Bowl. I think that largely goes without without saying but i think that there's what's so cool about this format is i think that there's like an infinite number of ways that you can kind of construct your teams and we'll definitely talk through some of those i know some of you guys are in the chat that have have, have done done a bunch of these already i've done i think 15 maybe maybe a couple more than 15 i can't remember somewhere around there 15 to 20 um and I mean, obviously, you want to get players through to the Super Bowl from AFC, NFC, and you need to be able to fill out that starting roster, right, of five guys. So you definitely need a quarterback, definitely need a running back, and then three of whatever, you know, obviously, two wide receivers, and then a flex. But I think that there's a ton of interesting ways to go about constructing your teams for these. And, you know, just like in regular season best ball, there is absolutely not like one cut and dry Right, we, we did that all off-season. Right, robust running back versus zero running back versus hero running back versus whatever hyper fragile. All this shit, they can all work if done appropriately. And I feel like you know there are certainly some ways that we sh- that we need to make sure that we're thinking about doing these drafts. But at the end of the day, you absolutely need to have right your requisite five guys that get through to the Super Bowl but i think there's a bunch of ways to kind of slice and dice how you put these teams together. you know, it's there's not just one answer, right? it's can you just load up basically on two teams? you know, get two wild card teams, those are the two teams that play in the super bowl, you got tons of outs when you get to the super bowl, absolutely you can do that. absolutely you can do that. can you, you know, go really heavy on one team? we'll get to it on a team that's super super gotten super popular in these um, already we'll, we'll, just, we'll give it away. The bucks are a wildly popular team in these. Um, as you'll see when we get to ADPs and such, can you load up, like go crazy on the bucks, get yourself five or six bucks and then sprinkle in some AFC teams. Maybe, maybe, you know, uh, a, a couple from each, from a couple different teams and give yourself shots. Absolutely. One of my favorites is actually doing, um, what we'll call four plus two plus two plus two build. Where obviously I'm now hitting the Super Bowl, you know, one Super Bowl winning team, and I get four players from from that team. And then I give myself three shots on goal at, you know, so let's say the Bucs. Let's use the Bucs for an example. I get Brady, I get Fournette, I get Godwin, I get Gronk. And then I get three different pairings of three different AFC teams on one side, right? So now I'm giving myself six you know, assuming I hit on the two Super Bowl teams, the Bucks obviously have to make the Super Bowl. And then I give myself three different shots. Can you do four, three, three, right? Can I do four Bucks with two different teams on the other side of three? Absolutely, you can do that too. And the, the, the end goal being you need to, again, we talked about this all off season, but like drafting as if you're right, right? Once I start drafting, I take... X player, I'm assuming that team is going to do, do well. Now things can change throughout the course of the draft. Maybe you take Devonte Adams in the first round, things don't shake out your way. You want to attach on only one more Packer to make sure you get, you know, two Packers on a, an individual team. But ideally, right. As you take your steps through the draft, you start compounding things that you were right about and then matching them up. So that you give yourself the appropriate shots to have that championship winning team. We'll definitely get to some more of uniqueness and all that same bullshit that we talk about with this. I think there's a lot of different ways that you can go about that as well. But I think it's a really fun format to go through um, strategy wise. It's I think it's maybe one of the most fun formats from a pure strategy sense. From a pure strategy sense. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and hop in. Let's get in one. We'll do at least two of these. They're super quick. I think Paul Paul in here was saying, you know, they usually only take 10 minutes or so. So we'll definitely do at least two, maybe three. And uh, just kind of play it by ear. So one thing, um, these are great questions. The quarterback one is such a good kind of talking point. Um, it's like Paul talks about, I'm heavier on one QB. I personally... I have drafted, not exclusively, but as I've started to go through here, I've drafted almost exclusively one one quarterback. <clears throat> at this point in the season where we're at, we have no idea who's getting the buy, And so for anybody, I assume you guys all probably already know, I'm preaching to the choir, but you we only have one bye on each side of the playoffs this year. So you're at a much lower risk right now, even if you only draft one quarterback, of – having that quarterback be on by now, if you don't feel comfortable, like if you feel really confident, the Cardinals are going to get the buy, which I kind of do feel pretty confident the Cardinals are going to get the buy. Um, you know, you can drop if you want to stack up the Cardinals. Now you have to do some different things because you still need to advance past that per- that first round. Right. So the one versus two quarterback thing, I think is extremely fascinating. My favorite construction has been largely al- almost entirely one quarterback teams, but certainly two quarterbacks is absolutely. You know, there's, you can absolutely draft, draft two quarterbacks. Uh, but to Hayden's question, I personally prefer one quarterback from a team. I feel, and, and I don't, and I shouldn't even say that I feel strongly about being in the wild card because anything can happen over this next, you know, <laughs> there you go. We got a long way to go for this season in terms of who gets the wild card and and all that. So, um, Oh, that's, is that new? That green, or is that just on my screen? That's interesting. Um, okay, let's see where we stand here. See, now I'm talking about the bucks, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the bucks on this first one. I'm gonna stack the bucks up because I'll show you. It's the easiest one. You'll you'll see why this stack is gonna be super popular when you see me start to put it together. Um, as you see here, one of the most fascinating ones, which is really unfortunate because I was taking Leonard Fournette in the first round a lot. You'll see that running backs are very tough. In this in, the, in this format, not because there aren't good running backs, but because a lot of these teams that we like want to bet on moving forward far in the playoffs don't have, you know, uh, super strong running backs, you know, so take the Cowboys, right? Zeke and Pollard, like, what do you do with that? You don't feel really good about about those guys. We all really like the Bucks, as we'll see, as you'll see here, it's pretty easy to stack them up. They have a ton of guys going fairly high in uh in in these drafts and so fournette you know just fills that running back spot, which is actually a little bit tougher than you think because you have to get that running back through right to the to, to the Super Bowl and it's like you can take Jonathan Taylor yeah I think the Colts are a pretty Paul in the chat here posted I think yesterday Paul you posted a, a Colts stack that I thought was super interesting nobody's nobody's buying into the Colts, right? But if the Colts make the Super Bowl, I mean, we know they're definitely going to be a wild card team. If the Colts make the Super Bowl, now you do have that Jonathan Taylor. You have a condensed offense. You have a low-owned stack, which is another thing to uh, to these, you know, this uniqueness idea or whatever. If everybody's going to be on a lot of the same stacks, everybody's thinking about things the same way, you know, if we get last year's, right, if you get Chiefs-Bucks, <clears throat> In the Super Bowl, you know, it it might be a little difficult to like, quote unquote, get unique, especially if like Antonio Brown is out. But an easy path to kind of creating a high upside, you know, relatively low owned, it's not that all these players are necessarily low owned, but low owned constructions is like building in teams that like you don't have to think that they're going to make the Super Bowl. But why can't the Chargers make the Super Bowl? Why can't the Colts make the Super Bowl? Why can't I don't know if the Ravens can do it. Good Lord, they're bad. Why can but why can't the Ravens make the Super Bowl? Why can't I don't know. You know, somebody like that, right? And so there's it's just another one of those really, really interesting, really interesting variables. I'm gonna get to a couple of these comments before or uh, after uh, here. So, so I started bucks right. I started with with my with my Bucks stack. I get, sniped on, I get sniped on Gronk here. So this is going to make this team a whole lot tougher. Obviously, Fournette is already gone. So given where we're at right now, this is when I'm going to go pivot, try to pivot over to the AFC. Hold on a second. We're going to start building out some Patriots. Use Damian Harris to start, again, by like giving myself options. As I construct this team, do I want to, do I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to queue up AB. I don't really want to take AB, but um, you know, I think with Gronk is my preference right there. And unfortunately Gronk is not there. And I really do need, you know, I'm committed. I'm committed to this buck stack. And so I'm going to just take the dart on Antonio Brown. Obviously, like I said, my preference would have been to get Gronk there. You get Brady, Godwin Gronk. I can take another flyer later on, you know, an ancillary buck at the end of the draft if I you know to get that fourth to get that fourth guy. But I don't really want to have Brady Godwin, Brashad Berriman, Rojo. Um, I think I'm probably losing to all the other Buck stacks versus A B. You know, obviously I need A B to come back in this on this team. But if he does, you know, that gives me Slightly lower owned Buck stack, I think. You know, AB is the one that's falling. There's obviously a lot of uncertainty. I, I don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, but the, also, the other thing is like, you can get through, assuming the Bucks don't have the buy, you can get through that first round with like just Brady Godwin because you're going to have all your guys playing on that round, right? Yeah, Hyper Rojo. We might be trending in the old Hyper Rojo direction here, which is terrifying. Um, let's see. Let me scroll through a couple of these. Yeah, I like it too. It's got to be new. I just did one of these drafts I think yesterday and it wasn't there or 2 days ago. Something like that. Yeah, and so this is another thing. <clears throat> Arizona, I, th- I so there's two teams in particular that I think are the most maybe the most interesting. Arizona, like you said, being one of them. I think Arizona might be the best team in the NFL but because the offense is a little spread out, right? The offense is spread out. Uh, and right now they're projected to have the buy. And we all kind of think that they're going to have the buy. So they're actually kind of cheap. And then you have the issues with, okay, if they do get the buy, how the hell <laughs> do I construct a team around them that can still advance? Right. So I obviously need another quarterback. I think, I think that there's exactly what you said, two, two things that you can, you can kind of do with those, with those teams. Um, okay, I really do need to pay attention a little bit more here. Okay, I have Bucks and Patriots. Um, I'm good at running back. Where is? Oh no, did Mark Andrews go too? Oh boy. Um. Oh no, no. See, so here. Do do do. So we're gonna go with Mark Andrews, set myself up down the road for, you guys are gonna snipe me, I'm sure, but set myself up for Bateman down the road in the AFC. Now I'm gonna to try to set myself up for something else, but it's hideous, it's really bad. Uh-oh, we're gonna run out of time here. I'm trying to do this in string, oh, here we go, easy game. Thoughts and outs. Now give myself outs to the Bills. I'll give myself. Seriously, seriously, Jake. Let's swap Hayden. Can you uh, work some magic? You'd like to trade our tight ends. Um, But so especially because of the way this draft broke, what I, what I'm trying to do is set my, my personal preferences to have four players from a team. And that's my, you know, that's my anchor. The bucks will be my anchor in this. And you can like all, I don't want to say always, almost always like find that fourth guy later. You know, obviously I would prefer to have like Brady, Lenny, Godwin, Gronk or something like that, Evans, even AB. You used to be able to get that in these drafts and you cannot now, as we're seeing here, you cannot get that, but that would be my preference, right? To get this four from one team. And then I just start mixing and matching and thinking about, who's going to be available later on other teams. Right. So I took Andrews because I know that, but unfortunately Devonta Freeman is not in the player pool. Um, so if you want to take old dusty Latavius or something or Sammy Watkins, you can do that. Right. But I I want to set myself up for these potential other pairings, whether I go to three of that other team, like I said, I think a lot of the times my preference is like a four plus two plus two plus two, but you can do four plus three plus three, whatever. Um, but I'm giving myself options to be able to do that by like, okay, I got Patriots here. And I got Ravens here. And just the way that this one started to play out, it looks like I'm going to, you know, four plus two plus two plus two to give my my bucks. And then I'll get two from another team. So I'll come to the Super Bowl, right? And I have I have, uh, uh, Brady and the Bucks versus one of three teams. And I got six guys going in that Super Bowl. And ideally, you know, maybe I get through my lowest own, my lowest own team. Yeah, I'm not going to go so far as to say you should fade Tampa Bay. I still think that they're one of the best stacks. I think they're one of the most likely teams to really be really strong in this. Obviously, they're one of the Super Bowl favorites, but they were like this clear and easy and obvious stack, and we're obviously all excited about their offense. And so some of their ADPs did kind of run away from them a little bit here, as we saw with Jacoby Myers goes, you guys are the absolute worst. Okay. Okay. So, I need to start. I probably have to take Cole Beasley here. Did you guys take Bateman? OB okay. There we go. Never mind. All right. So this is where I'm going to get my my bills and my second um, get my second bill and get my second Raven here. So. Pretty much done with Bills, Bills and Ravens. So you know, there's through eight rounds. I got two left. I know I want to get a buck for my last for my last player. And like, I technically you don't have to get a buck, right? Because assuming I get another Patriots player, which one? That's one thing I like about Patriots players. Um, in this, is like they're all super cheap because like none of these Patriots are, are are really sexy, even though they're like. Again, arguably the best team in the NFL, one of. I start, you know, so in theory, I could take another another swing on one of these other guys, as long as you have, and that's where I think it's some of the strategy, excuse me, some of the strategy around this is like the most interesting thing in like all of fantasy sports right now, because at the end of the day, as long as you have, you know, basically um, you're right about these certain teams, right I'm right about the bucks and I'm set up so that one of my other teams get to the Super Bowl and face the bucks and I have five you know I can fill out the full quarterback running back two wide receivers in a flex. I'm live, particularly then if you you know kind of have some lowish ownership guys. If you're like being completely and utterly optimal, I think you want to have more than that five, right? to you know, in in that that last you want to have more than 5 players in in that super bowl to give yourself kind of some some outs particularly some outs to like some lowish owned players like on the bucks side or something like that however you know ultimately i think the biggest thing is um is to make sure that you you are like always constructed with with something to give you a chance to win in the super bowl which is mandatory having five guys available to you in the super bowl no matter how you break things out. Tyler, you guys are, the Tyler Johnson? You're going to laugh at who I'm going to take, though. I'm going to wait till Paul goes. Right, he's not going to take my guy, I don't think. But you're going to laugh at who I'm going to take. All right, so, because I took Damian Harris. It's Rojo season. Because I took Damian Harris on the Patriots. Right. Yeah. It's 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 either the answer to this question is to my pick right here is either um, Rojo or Geo, because I have I need to have that running back position filled. And yes, I have the Patriots as one of my as one of my teams in the AFC. So if the Patriots get there, obviously, I have Damian Harris. But if it's the Ravens or it's the Bills, I don't I won't have a running back in the Super Bowl right? So I want to make sure that any permutation of the teams that I put together is going to fill out all of those spots. And now I need a, I guess I should hurry here. Born gone. Born or Hunter Henry. Um, we are going to do born on this team. So another thing I like about the Patriots a lot is, you know, they're Damon Harris is owned in pretty much like all of these things, but like you can Ramondre isn't always drafted. He's available late as an option at running back. Even if you really wanted to get crazy, Brandon Bolden. Um, and then you have, you have Hunter Henry, you have Janu. So I'm mixing in all those Patriots. I took Kendrick Bourne here, obviously. Um, I really like Damien Harris because he fills the running back spot. But you have, you have Hunter Henry, who's available super late. You have Janu, who doesn't get drafted in these. And you have Nelson Aguilar, who doesn't get drafted in these. Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne. Often get drafted, Jagobi for sure. But like you have tons of different ways to put together Patriots teams. And so they're a fun, and like they're really good. They're like a Super Bowl favorite. But because they're not sexy names, you know, it's a very spread out offense. They, they like the Patriots, I think, are one of the bigger edges right now in this. Also, really like the Bills, like you saw, you know, outside of Diggs and Allen, the Bills. Bills go super late. Um, let me pull up this scene real quick. Okay, so that was my 18th, 18th team in this. Where's the board? Here we go. So let's. Look, I'm going to look through a couple of these because there's good. Pe- there's smart, 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 smart drafters uh, in here. And then I'm going to hit some of these. I'm going to hit some of these comments, and then we'll get in a. We'll get in another one. Get in another draft. Um, all right. So I went. I'll start with my team. Obviously, I went Bucks. you know, set up the Brady-Godwin stack. It didn't work out perfectly. Not getting Gron- – I would prefer Gronk to have come back to me. Then took AB as my third Buck and started to set up my AFC side of things, right? So take Damian Harris, sets me up for Patriots. We know that all those other Patriots are available late, so you almost have, like, your pick of any of, any of those guys. The guy- I'm actually – like, my favorites, you know, from a projection standpoint, are clearly Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry – I'm trying to mix in. I'm trying to make the Patriots a fairly big stand of mine, and I'm making sure to mix in those other guys. I want to have Ramondre teams. I want to have Janu teams. I want to have Nelson Aguilar teams on here. And so the Patriots are are a big one. And so that's what I like doing, like the Damien Harris thing. Like if I had gotten Fournette, I would not take Damien Harris. I probably wouldn't take another running back if I got um, Leonard Fournette. But So I didn't. So we get a B, and then try to set up some some Ravens, excuse me, some Ravens stuff with Mark Andrews, and then set up the Bills because the Bills are a nice backdoor option. Dawson Knox is affordable. Cole Beasley is affordable. Emmanuel Sanders. No one's drafting those running backs. Not saying you want to, but they're available to you, to you late. Um, Obviously Bateman, and then I needed Rojo based on my roster construction needing to be able to fill that that running back spot uh, Jake mentioned could also do, could also do geo there and then finished out my pat stack. We'll just go right to left here. Paul goes digs, Kelsey nuke. So then he he does do the Cardinals and gets Connor in there with his Cardinals. He goes to Ramondre. Let me see here. So Ramondre. Oh, so he went, he went with a Cardinals Patriots team. That's super interesting. Um, You know, if, if one of them doesn't get the bye, right got this smash cardinals team set up and and uh patriots so he's got hit he obviously has built for a cardinals patriots super bowl with one of them being in the wild card round and then he's just got the quote-unquote best plays right stefan Diggs and travis kelsey help get you there and then you have these two teams that are super cheap that you're loaded up on i love that i love that um and I think that this is okay. Particularly. I was thinking about this as I started looking through your draft. Cause I kind of know how you, I, I know you, and I, I know how you draft You're sharp setting up these stacks and these constructions and everything. But I think that this is more than okay. Because when you think about the Patriots cost in these drafts and the Cardinals, honestly, right. You didn't have to take any of those, those guys are not going at the top. And so that in this particular instance yes you have those two one-offs but you still built for one particular scenario you built for that super bowl and so at that point you need that super bowl to happen right and so you just need then just like give me the best plays around it right it's like in 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 dfs like i play some contrarian game stack which is kind of what this is what you did here i play some contrarian game stack a bunch of obviously these guys are not two percent owned in this but like it's a you built for this scenario and it is probably fairly low owned. Nobody is really doing this. So once you do that, it's like, dude, just jam the best place, get this team there. And that's what Diggs and Kelsey do, right? They just, they help you get this team there. And then you obviously need that one thing to happen for you. Um, just going to real quick run through here. So I don't keep, keep blabbering, keep blabbering on. <laughs> that's really funny. That's really funny. Um, yeah, so I can, need to zoom a little bit here. Hold on a second. Oh, I didn't even realize I was so zoomed out. My apologies. So the four spot goes with Cup. Cup, Eckler, goes on the Rams and the Chargers. Nice, nice. Goes to Then goes to the Titans. Good team. Got himself a little Chargers-Rams Super Bowl. The big dog coming back and helping him get there. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Jake goes with Lenny and JT. Okay, so you're setting up. Who do we go to? Okay. I'm not sure. The JT thing is interesting because since you took Lenny and then you didn't go to the Colts, I feel like um, you may want that JT pickback right because so now because you didn't get Brady you're set up for the ravens to come out of there which I mean JT also is a guy that can like help get you there. So like I understand some of those picks as long as you which it looks like you know you did. You kept you got your bucks and you got your your Ravens set up. So I don't think it's bad. And then Debo Kittle you know got your Debo Kittle as your two another two on the other side alongside. So it's just like that JT one um that I'm just trying just trying to see here. You Maybe would prefer the JT one was in the NFC, right? With somebody, somebody in the NFC that would have given you that flexibility. There, easy to say. It's it's always easy to say in these, right? Because ADP, like you saw, I I didn't ever like even really look at ADP, right? Because it doesn't really matter. It it doesn't really matter. It's a scenario based draft. You need certain teams to get through, and you're going to end up needing certain pairings. Yes, you need a requisite number of points, and so we still should be drafting you know, the best players first. I'm not taking Cole Beasley in the second round, but it's a lot more about making sure you're setting up scenarios than it is about getting ADP value. Right. And so it's easier to say now after how that thing played out around JT Updog, my man, up dog, Tyreek Evans, ever see everybody was getting ready for some bucks stuff here. Everybody was getting ready for some bucks. But he's got the Chiefs. Gotta love gotta love a good old Chiefs deck. Then he's got Dallas on the other side. Nice. And then kind of, yeah, so use the other spots kind of as filler. But you have your condition set up, right? You have your, your Dallas-KC Super Bowl set up. Ooh, Packers. Like the Packers, too. Packers are so nice because they do offer you two running back options, and I think they're both – more than draftable obviously and then you obviously have Devonte as a clear you know like probably the 101 for sure in these and then it's like mvs i think i drafted randall cobb the other day which um doesn't make you feel very good we don't even know when he'll be back but you know what i mean like it, it's basically just a few guys so the packers are pretty interesting got cd yeah don't, i mean the packers part of this is awesome and then mix in. Yeah, so I think I would probably, you know, the Josh Allen pick, I would definitely want back um, to kind of just create some more some more correlations on on there. Oh, okay. I see, I see, I see. I would have wanted in that scenario still, though, I probably would have wanted like, you know, the so a couple of the picks back to still correlate a little bit more, as opposed to just drafting a bunch of a bunch of one offs, right? Because you still want to optimize that for that Super Bowl. And I'm just trying to see when the Packers get to the Super Bowl, you have one Colt. Let me see. You know, you have another quarterback, which you don't won't really need another quarterback if the Bills make it, and you don't have any of the. Oh, you have Manny. Let's so, okay. I mean, I, I see it because you have four Packers, so I see it. I would still probably maybe yeah, Odell. There you go. The Od- Odell one. If you swapped Odell to to you know an AFC guy, a Bill or a what a Bill Colt or Bengal to correlate with the or probably a Bengal or a Colt to set yourself up. Yeah, so. All right. Let me back out of here and we can, uh, uh, let me hit a couple comments before we hop in another draft. Cause they go pretty quick. Cause they go pretty quick. Sorry. I'm still getting alerts about Chase Claypool and it's driving me nuts. Do you literally not care what you're No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, obviously I think if you build these appropriate structures, like you're gonna have a leg up on teams but like, you just got to get, you, you have to ultimately find the nut combination that gets to the end, right? And that nut combination could mean sacrificing advance rate. It could mean, you. Hayden, you were the one that said it earlier. Maybe the Cardinals are a Super Bowl winner in the stack that you need to have, right? But like, they're probably going to be a low advance rate team if they have the buy, but they could still be the team that you have to have, right? Patriots, same thing you know, who, who somebody that has the buy could have it or somebody that's the, the Patriots are probably not going to score a ton of fantasy points, but they could still be the team that you have to have because they make the Super Bowl. So like you could have a super low advance rate, but your teams that do happen to get there with the, the teams that you have to have, you know, that's so much more important, like even more important than in our regular season, best ball stuff like I, you know, I talk a lot about in the regular season, like I do want to optimize more for upside when I get to the playoffs, but there is an element of you do have to get there. You know cuz you have to weather such a long storm to get there and it's 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 a 14 week process to get there and if your team is optimized for the for the playoffs but you you can't weather that 14 week storm who gives a shit? You know, so it's a balance on those. In 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 this I don't really care. I don't really care. All right. Let's go back. Let me see. I think I, let me see here. Oh, and so, so I did obviously a one quarterback. We saw other examples of how you can do, you can do two quarterbacks. And I think two quarterbacks is, is, is totally viable. My, my personal preference is on, you know, when I'm putting together that main team might be a little different if, if my main team is the Patriots, right? Or my main team is the Colts or something. Even then, I might still just stick with Wentz. But like when I have Tom Brady and I know that they're gonna play in the wild card, and I've already made that bet on them making the Super Bowl, like I guess it's possible that yes, you need the Bucks and then you need Josh Allen or Mahomes on the other side. But in that case, I would just want to have Josh Allen or Mahomes instead of instead of Brady. So I think there are definitely instances particularly when we start to talk about the buys where you want two quarterbacks and maybe some certain teams. But I think the bucks are just such a shining example of like, if they're going to play in the wild card and they're going to make the super bowl, like, guess what? Tom Brady is going to be a reason why you got there. So I just give me him and I don't want, and I don't, I don't want to, I want my other picks to go towards, uh, you know, being able to set those combinations so that I can mix and match with the other teams. Yeah, I do think this is get talked about the Cardinals and like, and I think the Patriots are like two of the most interesting teams in all of this because it, the Patriots are a little bit different. But on both sides, it's like a fairly spread out offense. You know, Kyler is obviously a stud. They have multiple running backs. They have multiple wide receivers. The Patriots are not particularly high scoring, and you know people are worried about. Obviously, the buy for the Cardinals, but people are worried about buys. People are worried about you know just the overall fantasy projection. But like, if you had to, if you sat today and you said who makes the Super Bowl, who is your you had to gun to gun to your head, you had to put someone's forcing you to put every penny you have on the Super Bowl matchup. You would probably say Cardinals Patriots, <laughs> you know. But people aren't drafting this. And so people aren't drafting in this that way, in 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 part because of that bye week issue. But like, if that's the Super Bowl, we need those teams. So how do you construct your teams around them, around them the best? Yeah, De- definitely. When we have more buy info, that's such a good point that I should have talked about earlier. Is right now, like we have no idea, right? We, we have who is the favorite to get the buy, but like if they lose two games in a row, that's not going to be the, if they lose one game, it's not going to be necessarily true. Like in two days, what we're, how we're drafting right now could be totally different. Right. I mean, shoot, even last night going in, I mean, the Vikings are still a dog to make the playoffs, but like if San Fran loses on Sunday, if some things shake their way, they could be right back in the mix. And we could be like, Oh my God, now, now maybe we do want to take Justin Jefferson or something. Right. But like, all, like right now, that's why I want to be more fragile with my teams. And I think quarterback is is definitely the case that you do that. I, I think it's interesting to, to say, what if the Cardinals don't get the bye? And now you just get Kyler throughout the whole playoffs and they do make the Super Bowl. Um so just some different things like that until if you know in a couple of weeks, it is gonna flesh itself out. We are gonna know um, or have a really, really good idea of who's gonna get of who's gonna get the bye. But until then, I wanna kind of Be a little more fragile. Be a little more fragile with my teams. All right, let's do another one. We'll see. Probably only get one more, but uh, we'll see. One more. One more. No, that filled quick. That filled quick. Eagles, one of the uh, one of the true grinders. One of the best 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 ball players on the planet in our draft. So we're in trouble. Also like Eagles is another guy that's great because he, uh, he also comes at things from different angles. He has different perspectives on, on things I always appreciate that. Cause I'm always trying to come at some of these things from a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, different, different angles. Um, and so that's also what I love about like all you guys in this community and in the discord and everything is, is uh is outrageous. So much good. So much good conversation. If you are watching this and you are not in the Discord, um, A, if you're on Twitter, you can go to my, my Twitter. I just posted it. Uh, link to the Discord. 100% free. Or you can go to spikeweek.com and go to the header, and there's a link to the Discord. Awesome, awesome. Uh, awesome, awesome community for Best Well players. Okay. So here now... I want me some Devante. Yeah, his advance rates are, are super, super, super sick, I believe. Approaching 25%, which is just awesome. So good. I talked about it on the on a different show the other day. I'm just north of, of 20, 20%. percent. We'll see how this last week goes. Which I was hoping to I was hoping to get closer to twenty five, but I'll take t- 21 or something like that. I I buried myself in uh in the pu- puppy 2. I think I'm at like not I I posted it 9 or 10% or something like that in puppy 2. It's a tough scene. <clears throat> tough tough scene. All right, we start Packers. Let's see who let's see what everybody's got going here. Yeah, see Eagles, let's see, you get these smart people in here, and it's brutal. Lenny is also my 101 in these, which is also super painful as someone who was not very high on Lenny uh, during draft season. But I think he's the 101 given all the nuance of these, you know, the running back positions and, and obviously what we talked about with with the Bucs. Uh, regular, regular season best ball, Tony, sorry. Uh, we deviated there for a second. Like Best Ball Mania Two um, and all that. All right, so there goes Bucks. Right, Bucks are just flying off the flying off the shelves. I've got Devonte, so I know I'm gonna want Packers. Let me think this through here. I am going to go. Let's do, let's have a little, let, let, let's let's go to a little bit of, get a little chargers action. I don't know how this is going to work, but we're going to see. We'll see how the ADPs, we'll see how the ADPs play out here. We'll see how, or we'll see how these guys go. I'm also interested to see uh, what this room does with I'm not going to give it away yet. I want to see. I want to see how it goes. So, so did. Oh, Jones, Aaron Jones went. Okay. I am going to go ahead, actually, and lock down this Mike Williams and hope to God Rodgers comes back to me. (laughs) If he doesn't, We start to, you know, that's the interesting thing is if he doesn't, like I can turn this into very quickly and easily turn this into like a a Chargers team or somebody else. Patriots, right? We talked about the Patriots. I can backdoor a Patriots stack. Even if Rogers goes here, right? There are, there are options for me here. Bills, you know, I wouldn't have Stefan Diggs, but Josh Allen would be available to me. So um, I think, I think the Packers are also interesting because I really like, you know, I like that. I, I want to bet on them in 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 general. But Aaron Rodgers also isn't the type of quarterback that you're like, man. If they get there and I don't have Aaron Rodgers, I'm screwed. Like the opponent could easily outscore Aaron Rodgers, and you know, Justin Herbert can outscore Aaron Rodgers and, a or Josh Allen or obviously Mahomes. <laughs> so Rodgers is a guy like I'm. You know, I'm very not concerned about ADP in these drafts, but. um, I'm not I'm also not forcing myself reaching on Rogers. Yeah. Exactly. I can go to Herbert. And then there's backdoor options. You know, there's definitely backdoor options available. There goes Amari. Hold on. Let me look at running back like really this. I'm gonna take I'm just gonna take Rogers now. I'll show you why. I should have done House Dumb. I should have flip-flopped these two picks just in case Eagles uh, burns me here. But I don't think he's going to with his Bucks. But it's very possible that he does, so we'll see. Oh, Kyler. Interesting. Kyler Kyler Nuke with Bucks. That's interesting. So uh, why I didn't take Eckler was because... I was going to take AJ Dillon, not that you can't take both. You can absolutely, you can absolutely take both. As long as you get your combinations, right. I personally um, wanted to have, wanted to have AJ Dillon as one of my Packers. And again, like I said, you can take, you can take both. Uh, but I really the the receiving options and then just having that one, having that one running back. But like I said, I don't think that that, you know, that is a personal preference for me. Not a uh, not something that I think is. I think any combination. But what is good about the Chargers is they basically have three dudes, and like beyond them, who cares, right? So they're an interesting secondary pairing. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, and that that's so. So Andrew, yeah, you're right. That's what I was gonna say. Is I should have taken Dylan and then left Rodgers because he already had um, Brady, you know. And, and not only did he already have a quarterback, he already had an NFC quarterback, but like I said, he, different people will structure their teams differently, and Eagles is taking a little, little different approach, which I like. I'm interested to see how he finishes up. Because I do think it, it's... Like I talked about how you can build in a bunch of different ways. I think having a few different stacks like on each side of you know each conference is is, is interesting is interesting too um i haven't thought that one all the way through because i'm kind of always trying to optimize for the amount of teams and stuff you know and, and have an anchor team on a, on one side of a conference but i think it's i think it's it's interesting <clears throat> Let's see. So I have my three Packers, two Chargers. I'm trying to, excuse me, scroll a little bit here. Oops. Yeah, I agree. I kind of. I talked a lot about the Patriots and and, and all that. I kind of I kind of like the Chargers in this. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of the Chargers here. No one is giving them any sort of chance at the play at, at the playoffs or at the Super Bowl. And like, not they're certainly not the favorite, but. You know, this is a good. This is a good team. How much time do I have left? Eight seconds. I better star Dawson Knox because I don't think I have many other good options. Oh, I should have gone. We'll do Knox. We'll do Knox. It's fine. Um, because I, I, I think they have a realistic shot to get, to get to the, uh, to get to the Super Bowl. It's so wide open. I mean, it's just absolutely so wide open that you get. Uh, I, this is where I'm actually going to go ahead and secure my, oh, maybe, oh, my God, never mind. Who took MVS? Which one of you? Okay. Now I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble here. Um, okay. We're going to go Bengals. Bengals, another team that uh, that I don't think you know, people are definitely going to be targeting in this. Another team that I don't, you know, I, I I don't, I'm not putting my money down on the Bengals to make the Super Bowl, but crazier crazier shit has happened. And the, the cool thing about this format is like, you know, so I'm going to have and and the the one of the big reasons I'm really bullish on this structure. Is this like four plus two plus two plus two <clears throat> is like the Bengals just like almost just need to win a game and they can be useful in this. Of course, I want all my teams to like have a shot at the Super Bowl or whatever, but giving yourself good players. And it's like, so like I took Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is never going to be like the guy that, you know, scores 30 fantasy points, right? But he may be the guy I need in the Super Bowl on the Bills team, but I also need to get there with the Bills team. Right. I want I'm like, you know, it's this balancing act of getting the right combinations of players, the right combinations of teams and then getting there. Right. And so we talked about like not caring about uh, about advance rate, but like Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, whatever can have value in this, especially paired with Patriots. Paired with these kind of like secondary bills guys who are, you know, maybe not the highest upside paired with, right. You pair these certain things with the right teams and it's like, man, just go win one game, (laughs) you know, advance one round or whatever. And they can be really huge for your, um, for that particular, that particular team. Cole, Cole Beasley goes, you guys are the worst. All right. So I'm banking Rogers, Dylan, MVS went. So now I don't know who my fourth, Packer is gonna be. That's awful. Yeah, see, I think that this is this is kind of what I was thinking about is like if you go Cardinals Bucks, you stack the Cardinals Bucks, and then only play the Patriots on the other side, but don't don't use the Patriots, you know, don't use Mac. So like you're like banking the Patriots. You're like the Patriots are gonna get there. And then um, one of the Cardinals or Bucks are going to get there, and like just pair those three teams together. But like, you know, uh, I, I don't really want Mac. I want either Brady or Kyler on on the NFC side. I think it's I think it's uh, it's interesting. All right, so let me I'm gonna just cue mix in. I assume T. Oh no, there we go. Ooh, who was my Bills? Woof. Uh, we are going to go, hmm, I'm trying to think about this. I'm actually going to go Mixon. Let's go Mixon. Um, could help, could, could maybe help if he outscores Dylan early. Oh my God, Manny and Singletary, who's left for the Bills? Gabe? Gabe Davis, Brita. No, Brita's not in here. Huh. I, well, I have to take Gabe Davis. That's fun. But got to take my bill. That's okay. Hey, Packers, Bills, Super Bowl, these Bengals and Chargers help me get there. These Bengals and Chargers help help me get there. And Gabe catches two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. There we go. Now I got to figure out a packer. If you guys take all the packers, these crappy, crappy packers, we will be. Okay, so there's Lazard. Bob. Uh, how do you even spell? I don't know how to spell the. Is the not in the player pool? I assume I'm spelling it right. De Guerra. Josiah De Guerra. It's not in here. All right. Lazard or Cobb it is. That's okay. Oh yeah. I totally forgot about that. Oh. Hi. AJ Green. So we don't have the other tight ends. I mean, I think I'm going to be okay. I think I'm going to be okay not taking. A, yeah, thank you for thank you for pointing that out. I completely forgot about that. Um, I think I'll be okay without Josiah DeGuera. Now, when it is Chargers Packers Super Bowl, and DeGuera catches two touchdowns. Remember this. Remember this stream, Hayden Andrew. Remember it. <clears throat> but no, I think we'll be all right without a, a crappy Packers tight end. I didn't see. You know, this team was close, like really close to you know what I would what I would want. I would obviously prefer MVS as the other Packers guy, but there is also something to be said for having the Packers stack. With, uh, no, thank you. (laughs) No, no, thank you. I'm I'm already going to be taking Randall Cobb or Alan Lazard. I uh, I think that's bad enough. So what? I don't even know. I don't even know how bad this injury is. I don't pay attention to Randall Cobb. Oh, injured reserve. That's good. Going to be out for a while. He had a pretty significant injury. Okay. Lazard it is. Let's get the Alan Lazard two touchdown Super Bowl. Print all the ducats. All right, that one was fun. Um, all right, so we're running out of time. I'm going to pull up this one and go through it a, whole, a, a lot quicker than I did the other one. This was a This was a lot of fun. Let me zoom. So oh shit, this is the wrong draft. Uh, completed. Wild card. I went too quick. It's not completed yet. So you know, I obviously am very, very focused on making sure that I'm constructing in the in the appropriate, ways in terms of having correlations and 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 all that kinds of thing. You know, it, it it's not as if you can't win without, you know, w- with a with a naked MVS. MVS, you know, if the Packers don't make the Super Bowl or whatever and, and but MVS catches the long touchdown along the way multiple times, he can of course help you advance. So it's never as cut and dry, but I do think you know, I'm trying to extract as much value and set myself up as best as possible in these drafts for these different scenarios. And so, having um, you know, a naked MVS is not something that I would personally be be wanting be wanting to do. That doesn't mean that 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 doesn't mean that it's like the most egregious thing that anyone can do, right? Also, you know, I'm not trying to call anyone out here. There are also people out there that are not necessarily um, drafting, you know, optimally, right? They may not even be. I'm not saying that that's what this person did, but they may not even be setting themselves up. What the hell just happened? What the hell just happened here? Was that my first? Do I gotta to go to the bottom here? I don't know what's going on. We might, not, we might not be pulling it up. But anyway, not everybody is drafting optimally. We drafted during the regular season and people might take five quarterbacks, right? And we know that to be suboptimal. It doesn't mean doesn't even mean that they can't advance in the, in their league. It's just that sometimes, and like I said, I'm not saying that that's what this person is is doing, but I think that there's a fairly great edge in in these if you're drafting appropriately. And as always, perfect sign-off, perfect sign-off from Paul. As always, Drafting with Idiot Streamers is super plus EV. Eagles, thanks to you for, for joining. Ton of fun. Um, definitely going to be doing these. I, ca- I talked about this earlier in the week. <clears throat> going to be doing these pretty much all the way leading up until playoffs. I don't have a set schedule yet. I am working on that. Um, and I'll have that out early next week. So we'll get into a groove of doing these and whatever future contests that come out. But uh, that is all for today. Thank you guys so much for me. And as always, for my loud ass dogs, thank you guys. Ton of fun. I'll see you guys probably on Monday. Talk to you later. See ya.